Welcome to Executive Insights. I'm Dan Daly, the publisher, and I'm also the publisher of the Director's Letter. I realize most of us are in the throes of a hopefully enjoyable summer vacation. We're either on vacation, or we're returning from vacation, or we're looking forward to vacation. So uh, my goal here is not in any way to spoil your, uh, your vacation. And simply, I think we all need a recharging. But in recent days, in recent weeks, we've talked to numerous friends and very responsible people whom we respect, uh, directors of companies, senior executives, and we've talked about what is different as we look forward to returning to work in the fall, in Q4, and forward into 2023. And there are a great many differences right now that are going to continue that we thought we would not give you solutions but we would share them and bring them to your attention. Now, as you return to work, the normal things are going to be there, the normal challenges. And we've got supply chain is still a big problem. Global competition is huge. Uh, you've got challenges like transportation and the cost thereof. You've got significant challenges relative to wage increases simply to get the people that you need to run your business effectively. And also out there, related to inflation, is when will there be shrinking demand and how will that impact your company and your product? So let's talk about the additional responsibilities that you're going to have. Overall is inflation. Huge item, very high right now, 8 9% on an annual basis. Probably will go down by the end of the year, but it still will be significant. Now, from a consumer standpoint, that impacts housing, it impacts food, it impacts the cost of energy, and it impacts credit. Don't buy that new car. Don't buy that new house. Don't buy that washing machine. So all that round or bound comes back and affects your company if consumer demand goes down. And I think inflation is going to have to push consumer demand down. Something's got to give somewhere. I personally don't think that the Fed raising the interest rate ad infinitum is going to be the only solution. I think there's got to be some impact of shrinking consumer demand. So that's inflation. Let's talk about something else. COVID. Unpleasant subject, but COVID is still with us, and we've got a variant coming down the pike, which actually is here right now. It's BA15. Most of the new cases in the U.S. are BA, I'm sorry, I said 15, I meant BA5. Factor in Europe, now a factor in the United States. Not as deadly, not as likely to end in hospitalization, but very transferable, and we're still gathering data on how important it is. But that's going to be infecti affecting your workforce and something you've got to be concerned about. Third, gun safety. The legislation that was recently passed by Congress was tragic. In my opinion, it missed the target by a mile. I believe I saw Congress on the steps of, of, the, of Congress itself singing God Bless America because they passed that bill. That to me is tragic. It did not deal with hardware in terms of assault rifles. It did not deal with hardware in terms of large magazines. That is a major part of the problem, and Congress is, is pretending simply it's not part of it. It's not, that's not gun safety. That's not, so that's an ongoing problem that affects your family, but it also affects your workplace, and it threatens your, the safety of your workforce. So gun safety. Another one, Roe versus Wade. Let's not get into the politics of it, but our suggestion is keep Roe versus Wade and the discussion thereof out of the business workplace. It is a no-win situation for a company. 
To me, if a company feels they're going to take a political stand or a social stand on that, to me, that's inadvisable. The companies I've heard that have taken intelligence stands, it's basically along the line, we will pay and support health care for our employees in particular states, and we will follow the laws of that particular state. They're not going on a crusade regarding state lines, crosses, etc. It's not a win situation. So I'm not saying ignore it, but keep it out of the workplace. It is a no-win discussion that will injure your workforce and the safety and uh, happiness of your workforce. Roe versus Wade, tough situation. Not unimportant, but no place politically in, the, in your work environment. All right, so that's Roe versus Wade. The other thing is climate. Ongoing, Congress seems to be ignoring it, but if we talk about wildfires and we talk about drought and we talk about flooding, climate crisis is upon us now. And the question is, what are we doing about it? And what is our government doing about it from a leadership standpoint? Not too much, unfortunately. And then another issue, which is soft, but critically important, I think we all agree. People are tired, whether they're the, at the executive level or whether they are at the floor level. People are tired. They're, they're tired of all the things that we talked about before. Inflation, COVID, gun safety, Roe versus Wade climate. They're tired. So you as a senior executive, member of the board, have to be concerned not just about your executive team, but all of your workers throughout the company and saying, how are we doing in the mental health area and how are we measuring that threat or that success? All important things. Another issue is political and uh, what's going on now. We've got fall elections. They'll be very divisive. Then we'll move into the political, the political environment for 2024 in the presidential level. This, to me, is a tragic situation. The company is divided. I'm not going to blame Republicans. I'm not going to blame Democrats. But it is a situation that exists. And frankly, I think the smartest thing is politics are not a subject for discussion in the workplace. Just like Roe versus Wade, that's a social issue, okay? Uh, the elections coming up are a political issue. They don't belong under discussion in the workplace. The last thing, which is a pet peeve of mine, ESG. As a senior executive and members of the board, frankly, you can only spend so much time on tracking, defining, and being in compliance with ESG because the 10 things we talked about beforehand are directly related to ESG. So the institutional investors that are developing uh, data tracking and methods of compliance and penalties for this and for that, you know, they've got to get with the program. They've got to say ESG is a part of our everyday environment. All of the things we talk impact ESG. Let's get realistic that we cannot spend our time gathering data and filing compliance reports. It's not going to work. So what do we need going forward? At the corporate level, we need leadership that is strong, leadership that is intelligent, that is able to focus and is knowledgeable about dealing with all of the things that we've touched based on here today. We don't have answers for you. All we've done here today is to bring them to your attention. But we will be working on them. We'll continue to discuss them. But hopefully, we haven't ruined your summer vacation, but we've brought these items, 10, 15 items, to your attention that perhaps 
over a cold gin and tonic or a glass of white wine this summer or a beer, you're sitting down and saying, okay, how are these going to affect my business, my responsibilities, and my workforce? So hopefully we've given you some food for thought and didn't spoil your vacation. So thank you very much for your attention, and thank you very much for listening to us today.